the property pod 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 welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry hello and welcome to the property pod south africa's premier property investor podcast my name is suren naidu And on this weekly show, we gain insider insights from leading property industry CEOs, directors, analysts, developers, and entrepreneurs. We are profiling leading women in the property sector as August is Women's Month. SA's listed and unlisted property sector has several women executives, and it seems to be ahead of other sectors in terms of transformation on the women's empowerment front. Our guest on the pod today is someone who has been in the industry for quite a while and last year she took on two high profile roles in the sector. Firstly, as CEO of Cape Town headquartered Old Mutual Properties and she also became president of industry organization the South African Council of Shopping Centers. Introducing Sakina Nosaka. Welcome to the property pod Sakina, looking forward to our chat. Thanks Irene. Sakina, you are the CEO of one of South Africa's biggest property owners and I see on your LinkedIn profile as mentioned earlier, you've been in the industry for about 20 years. Much of that time with Old Mutual but also a stint at Investec. This past year has been a big one for you, being appointed CEO of Old Mutual Property and also being elected to the SACSE as mentioned earlier. How has it been in the hot seat? It's been incredible and rewarding and energizing. Yeah. So for me, obviously, there are lots of lessons and interesting experiences. But I've had to work extremely hard and smartly, and it's pushed me to be courageous and outspoken. And I hope that my passion for this business, as well as the sector, energizes the people around me. I know and appreciate that opportunities like this don't come around often. It does, however, showcase your ability. on how strong you are as an individual and what kind of impactful leader you can be. And I guess thanks to this hot seat, I've been fortunate enough to meet incredible and inspiring individuals who have subsequently become some of my biggest cheerleaders. And I've engaged in meaningful conversations as well as teaming up with people to find innovative solutions and to create opportunities for people that are still on their journey. Well, two decades, as I mentioned, is a long time, but you're still young. And from what I've heard, uh, and I have sources in the industry, I've covered the industry for a long time myself. You have energized the old mutual property team, from what my sources tell me. Hence, me getting you on the pod to profile you. But give us some of your background. Why property? Have you always been in the industry? Yes, I have. So I've always been in property. I graduated with a degree, a UCT degree in BSc honors in property studies. So I was one of the first graduates with a degree. And I thought, you know, the best way to start is to hone your technical skills. So I became a professional valuer through Old Mutual, which was my first job. And then I moved to Investec and worked in the private bank division. And then ultimately returned to Old Mutual. We are spent time as an analyst, then an asset manager, then I was the head of retail and finally the CEO. What's attracted me to the sector is that it didn't only require analytical skills, but design and problem-solving capabilities. And I guess I was completely sold when I realized walking around a shopping center and learning about local and international brands could be a full-time job. It was very cool. 
Um, I knew that I would be faced with a myriad of challenges entering this male-centric industry, but it was the push I needed to remind myself that with hard work, grit, and determination, I could navigate my way through any barriers. Sakina, you replaced Peter Levitt in the role. You talked about women in the industry. I could be wrong, but you were the first woman, I believe, to become the CEO of All Mutual Property. As mentioned earlier, the SA commercial property industry has quite a few women CEOs. Currently, it's Women's Month. It may seem a bit cliche to ask, but as a woman in the corporate world, do you still face challenges and have you faced challenges in moving up the corporate ladder, as it were, in the industry? So, Sudan, yes, I am the first female CEO at Elmishal Properties. And, you know, there's still a way to go. I had an interesting stat the other day that women representation of the JSC is around 20%, while we represent about 50% of the workforce. It just boggles my mind because for a successful board to operate, it's important that you have diversity and inclusion. We read this everywhere. You know, McKinsey's done work on it. Deloitte's, everybody does work on it. But it just seems to stay static, right? I mean, over the last 20 years, there's been a significant improvement. And I think maybe naively so in the next 20 years, I hope that we get to a time where conversations about inclusivity and gender transformation is a thing of a past. And we're playing in a 100% level feel and it's unbiased. I've been incredibly lucky in that Old Mutual embeds inclusivity in their corporate culture. And at Old Mutual Property, we're striving to have an executive team that's 50% female and our OMP board is 50% represented by women. You know, as the first woman to graduate from UCT with a degree in property studies, I've been breaking down walls for years. And I've been fortunate to work alongside incredible individuals in the industry, both male and female, that have been phenomenal mentors and allies. And I think that's what's fundamental to changing this mindset. In an industry that is male-centric and is still perceived as one, I hope through my role, I have a place to ensure that the next generation of young women that we see comes through own and embrace it. The potential is incredible in this industry and it's rewarding and those consequences will be far-reaching. Tell us about your CEO role. What do you want to achieve both at All Mutual and um, also in your role as president of the SA Council of Shopping Centers? I'm not sure if that role is coming to an end in terms of your presidency, but uh, you have had a year in the hot seat, as it were, in All Mutual property, and I'm sure you got some targets, and it's quite a big portfolio, so perhaps you want to share a little bit about the portfolio that you had? Yes, our portfolio has evolved significantly over the past decade, and it's not only a purely SA-focused fund any longer. We used to be 85% SA retail, and that's changed to a more sector and geographically diversified fund. We're about $24 billion at the moment, half of which is still our high-quality retail assets, which people would be okay with, like Gateway, Cavendish, The Zone. We also had a deliberate strategy to reduce our exposure to SA offices because it's been plagued with oversupply and poor fundamentals and the hybrid and work from home trends that were born out of the pandemic. And fortunately, the shift to diversify exposure and partner with strategic partners have enabled us to be beneficiaries of a strong tailwind and positive fundamentals in the industrial space. So that's about 15% of our portfolio. And it's growing and it's a mix of well-located logistic assets and warehouses. And then most notably, the change was we have about a 25% exposure to an offshore business. 
And that has performed phenomenally well over the past several years, delivering good total returns both lo in local currency and ZAR. I guess as the CEO, I'm tasked with ensuring the company's strategic objectives are met along with providing our shareholders with their mandated returns. But for me personally, the most important thing is leading with heart and ensuring a company and culture that supports growth for our teams to succeed and flourish. On the SA Council presidency, I have a year to go. And the intent for the council is to create a platform for both owners and retailers collaboration. And my role in that would be to ensure that we strengthen our relationship with other industry bodies and explore synergies and offer market insights. And the most exciting one for me that we're embarking on is implementing a mentorship program. Because that, I think, will fundamentally change the access people have to strategic individuals and, and professional growth in, in the sector. So all mutual properties unlisted. You mentioned some of your flagship properties that your colleague also mentioned last year when he was on the pod. Gateway, Cavendish, uh, at one time, all mutual was a major owner and developer, Mendlin Park, but it's since uh, sold that stake. But uh, a little bit detail about your offshore property um, in, for, for those that might not be aware where it is um, you invested in and possibly the names of the properties, uh, just maybe a couple. So we're invested in Eastern Europe, in Bulgaria and Romania specifically. It's about 25% of our portfolio. And we own office assets uh, with, you know, big national tenants like Deloitte and Oracle as our as our key tenants. And we're looking to grow that portfolio in the logistics space. So that will happen in the next um, 12 to 18 months. For you personally, what's the best thing about being involved in commercial property? And what advice would you give both young people, but in particular young women, regarding getting into the sector? So for me, it has to be the people. I mean, this industry isn't only about bricks and mortar. It's about building relationships and growing incredible networks. And along the way, inspiring people, which is just a really memorable thing. By nature, I'm unafraid and I push boundaries and have an insane amount of resilience. So I wanted to be able to contribute in an industry that revolves around growth and sustainability, as well as innovation. A good friend said, think of the advice you would give your kids. And my advice is know your worth and what you bring to the table. It's important to be resilient and focused because challenges will and do arise. We experience this and face it every day. Stay true to yourself, your values, and trust your instincts. And it's okay to be driven. It's important to be authentic, but also aspire to learn more and evolve. Share your lessons, good and bad, and pay it forward. Remember how it felt when someone gave you their time and input and its impact. And be that for someone. Thanks for that, Sakina. Turning to the business side of things, I spoke to your colleague, as mentioned, Ahmed Kazi, who's uh, head of retail at All Mutual Property on this podcast, in fact, last year. And he gave us an update on the portfolio, particularly the South African portfolio, which our listeners might be more familiar with. Of course, the business is not listed. I don't know if you really want to be listed as a writ at the moment, considering the discounts to NAV and just recently, Liberty Two Degrees, for example, say they are going to delist soon. But how is All Mutual Property Portfolio performing maybe over the last year? And perhaps you want to give us an update on the latest investments and, and projects that are underway. You know, Gateway celebrated 21 years last year and is under an upgrade at the moment. 
Sure. I mean, in our business, we definitely see the benefits of being unlisted. I mean, you're not subject to the vagrancies of the equity market volatility and market sentiment. So we like being unlisted and will continue to be unlisted. Over the long term, direct property returns have proven to deliver stable and consistent returns. Um, and there's low correlation to equities, which many investors or shareholders may find advantageous in a diversified portfolio. I guess from our perspective, you've got macro headwinds and load shedding, which impacts both landlords and retailers. And our portfolio is performing well despite that. And it's largely due to the diversified nature of our portfolio and the fact that we've got offshore exposure. I guess on the SA side, what we attribute to the good performance is that we've continually reinvested in our assets. As you mentioned, Gateway is 21. It was 21 last year. And we're doing, um, we're investing uh, hundreds of millions of brands into an upgrade. Cavendish turned 50 last year. We had many birthdays last year, as well as Vincent Park. And um, that is also currently um, on phase two of a redevelopment plan. And we're investing in the redevelopment of Dre Street, which people may not be aware of, but it's the little street between Cavendish Square and Connect. And that supports micro-enterprises and independent traders so they can coexist in kind of our Cavendish um, area. And uh, sorry to push you there. You talked about 100 millions with Gateway. It has had several expansions over its life period, as well as your other properties. But perhaps you have a ballpark figure of, of CapEx that Own Mutual is investing in its overall portfolio at the moment. A lot. We and our board would like. <laughs> and then strategic What's new on the cards? The upgrade at Gateway we know about, but uh, any other interesting upgrades that you also would like to highlight? Um, I guess from our perspective, the the pushes towards our offshore and our industrial businesses, we've got a strategic partnership with Atterbury. So we will be kind of focusing on those two sectors predominantly. And again, we, we will ensure organic growth in our retail and then invest in kind of projects that make sense. And so you'll continually see things changing in our shopping centers to ensure that we remain relevant and that our customer experience is a good one. Sakina, it's interesting what you mentioned regarding your partnership with Atterbury in recent years. For those who have long memories, All Mutual uh, were once punting a mega mall in Midrand and Atterbury usurped them on the project own Mutual's project on a massive piece of land near the Khao Train in Midrand. They dubbed at the time uh, Zoki Zizwe, and um, that never t- took off. And now you are partnering Atterbury on industrial properties. Perhaps you want to share a little bit of insight on some of those developments that you are partnering uh, Atterbury on. A little bit more detail in this regard, please. Strategic partnerships are important in our business, locally and offshore. So we've got both of them in SA and offshore. And having local knowledge and skill enhances our proposition to our shareholders. So that's why we partner with people that kind of can offer that to our business. And I guess we've had a key and successful relationship with Atterbury and we will continue to develop modernized um, and well-located um, industrial units in both Hutting and Western Cape alongside them. Um, so we, we're very happy with that relationship. And you'll see them. Old Mint is one of them. We've done Richmond. We've done uh, King Anne. We've got some very strategic partnerships with um, companies that have expanded their operations in those uh, developments. 
yeah, I mean, for us, that's a key relationship and we'll have many more of them. Uh, talking about that piece of land in Midrand, does Old Mutual still own it? Just out of interest. So we do. Okay, so it might be something that could come up there in the future because it's right next door to a cow train station, so it's something to watch. Thanks so much for your time, Sakina. Thank you for the opportunity. That was Sakina Nusaka, CEO of Old Mutual Property. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories.